0: Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson.
1: And I'm Tom Yoder. We are the co producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Christy Ross at our storytelling events in October at the Sunflower Theater in Cortez and the Durango Arts Center when the theme was Spooked.
0: Christy is a Colorado native farm and ranch girl that loves raising and riding a good horse. She loves her family and has one amazing daughter and a darling five year old granddaughter. Christy says she's done more in her life than most people, and has only just begun. Here's Christy's story.
2: I was born and raised in a ranching family in Delta, over between Grand Junction and Montrose. And... (laughs) that we never got to live on the ranch. My dad's um, foreman always lived in this house, but the ranch laid in the North Fork of the Gunnison River Bottom. And it was this lush river bottom where there's all kinds of farms and uh, it's beautiful. And the ranch there's a chunk that lays right on the the flat part of the river bottom, and then there are three different plateaus. So it's kind of a rolling hill, green little ranch. And in the middle of it, it is a canal. It's the main one of the main canals that brings water to all of that valley. And my father, was terrified of that canal, rightfully so. And again, I said, I told you that we never lived there because of that canal, but normally um, the the foreman didn't have any kids, but when I was about four or five, this one had seven or eight kids, including a little tiny two-year-old. And I can remember my dad over and over and over saying, don't you dare go near that canal. You stay away from the canal. And telling the, the foreman, don't let your kids near the canal. Keep your kids away. Ooh, that's not good. There we go. Keep your kids away from the canal. And it, it it drilled into my brain to the point where even now, as an older adult, I still walk right down the middle of that bridge. It terrified me. And again, rightfully so, because... Unfortunately, the little two-year-old got on the canal bridge, fell in, and drowned. And at three or four, I had, or four or five, I think I was, had no concept of death. So in my child mind, and I can still see it just as clear as, as if it were yesterday, I put that little girl in a, in a cocoon, kind of an egg-like cocoon, and that little girl was sleeping in that cocoon. She wasn't dead. She was sleeping. And and then that little egg floated up to heaven. Great. You know, okay. Fast forward 10, 15 years, my sister and her family moved into that same house. Now, the house is a, a large Victorian house. It's not anything fancy, but it's a nice home. It's yellow with the perfect little white trim, you know, and big green yard and a huge, ancient, weeping willow in the front that blows. It's one of those beautiful ones, and it's filled with hummingbird nests. So when you sit out on the veranda out in the front, and my sister and I love to do this, we'll sit out there and we'll drink our coffee in the morning, and the hummingbirds will literally dive-bomb you. The little green ones are horrible. (laughs) And uh, so it's a wonderful home. But I never felt comfortable there. As I got older, um, my mother passed away and my dad remarried. And I just didn't feel comfortable staying at my dad's house. So I'd go and I'd stay at my sister's. But I would not sleep in the house. I would sleep in the garage slash family room with no heat. Because I wasn't about to go upstairs and sleep upstairs. It just That creepy in the basement, creepy feeling, it's that creepy feeling. Not going to go there. And it was my nephew's room, so, you know, whatever. But no, not me, thanks. But a few years ago, I went in the dead of winter, and it was too cold to sleep out in the, the family room. It just was too cold. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can sleep upstairs in the creepy bedroom. I can do it. But I'm not going to go up there until I'm really tired and I know I can just lay down and go to sleep. So, time comes. I walk up the creepy little tiny wooden steps. Creak, creak, creak. I walk my way up to the stairs. And get up there, go into the bathroom. And I mean, it's your old bathroom. I brush my teeth and there's this pedestal sink thing, and it's got handles that are like, you know, the crank handles, and you turn the water on that way, and there's a clawfoot bathtub behind me. It's just, it's, it's beautiful, but I am totally creeped out already, okay? So, put on my little flannel pajamas, and I go into the bedroom, and it's, the bed is my grandma and grandpa's bed, old sleigh bed. It's just this beautiful wooden bed, and has one of my grandma's old quilts on it. It's just gorgeous, you know? But the whole time I'm like, okay, you can do this, Christy. You can do this. You can do this. Lay down, go to sleep. Okay, so I lay down and I'm admiring the bed for a minute, and then it's like, okay, you can do this. Roll over, shut the light off, and I go to sleep. Great! Until about 3 o'clock, and I wake up, and there is an elephant sitting on my chest, and I am freezing, freezing. And I mean, the elephant, I'm taking a breath right now because I could not breathe. I could not draw a breath to scream. I, I couldn't. I've never been around ghosts. I didn't really know anything about ghosts. I got one sitting on my chest, and I, have n- I, and I knew it instantly. I knew it was a ghost. And I'm born and raised in a Christian family, so I believe in the power of the name of Jesus. So, but I can't take a breath to even say it. I mean, literally, it's an elephant on my chest caving in my chest and 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 it's weird how when you're in that situation just suddenly things get real crystal clear and it's like you got to say it you got to you got to use your last breath to try and save your life and so i literally whispered jesus and instantly it was gone gone no that's not true it was off my chest but there's Moon outside, and the moonlight's coming in, and of course, the minute it's off my chest, I'm breathing as deep as you can breathe, and I can see my breath in that moonlight. A couple more breaths, finally get my lungs filled up, and I'm, I'm, I'm better. And after a year, an entire lifetime, basically, of being terrified of this house, I should be terrified, right? I'd be like jumping out of bed screaming. No, I'm absolutely, totally calm. And and I'm not kidding you. I, I literally could all but feel that entity's emotions. It was sad and lonely and scared. And I, and I knew that it was the little girl. I knew it was. And I told her, I asked her, I said, Honey, have you seen the light? I, I couldn't see anything. I just knew she was there. I didn't hear anything, so I just went on. Sweetheart, you need to look around and find the light. Your family, your loved ones are in that light. You can go to that light. And just gone. I'm like, oh, okay, well... I roll over and go sound asleep. Absolutely. Totally peaceful. And at about, I don't know, 5.30, I'm awakened by the smell of coffee and cinnamon rolls and bacon wafting up from downstairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to tell my sister what happened. (laughs) Jump up, run downstairs, and the creak, 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 you know, she knows I'm coming before I get there. I come around the corner. She hands me a cup of coffee. I'm like, you will not believe what happens. That happened to me last night. And in total sheepishness, she says, oh, yeah, I, I, I probably will. Something had woken her up about 3.30 in the morning. She'd gotten up and gone in and got drawn a bath and was in the bath. And the little girl came down the stairs and into the bathroom with my sister. And apologized to her for waking me up. She said, I just was watching her sleep. What? <laughs> okay. And so then I told her that I'd told her about the light. I said, why, why hadn't you already done that? She said, well, I kind of liked having it. I'm like, what? You, you what? You knew she was here? Yeah, she'll play in the kitchen and laugh and giggle, and I just kind of liked it. And you told her to go the light? Yes, I did. She was mad. So, that was kind of where we ended that, because she was really mad at me for running off her little ghost. And, but a couple of years ago, I decided I'm gonna broach the subject. So it's Christmas. And again, it's just my sister and I up at six o'clock in the morning with fresh coffee. And I asked her, I said, so I guess the little girl had been around. She said, yeah. She'd been here the whole time. That We were too embarrassed to tell anybody we, that the house was haunted. I'm like, well, it would have been nice if you'd told me. But that's OK. I asked her, has she been back? No, she's not been back. Oh, well, I'm sorry that I ran your ghost off. And she said, no, don't be. I'm, I'm happy. She's at peace.
0: Thank you, Christy, for sharing your story. We are scheduling our 2020 events and themes soon, so be sure to check out the events page in January and make plans to be there. And consider telling your story. To pitch your story for future Raven Narratives, fill out the contact form on our website
1: at ravennarratives.org. Subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And share these stories with your friends. If a particular story made you laugh, cry, or look at your world with a little bit more clarity, please leave a comment and let us know.
0: Thanks to photographer Jody Jarling of Wild Blue Bug Photography, who took the on stage portraits of our storytellers for the spooked events. Find out more about Jody's photography services on her website at wildbluebug.com.
1: And thanks to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. Find out more about all the wonderful projects they support in the Mancos Valley of Colorado at mancosvalleyresources.com.
0: The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Find out how they can help your business online
1: at cortezweb.com. Our theme music was written and composed by Mo Cooley and performed by Mo and the Motones. Find out more about their music on the Motones Facebook page. That's M-O-E Tones on Facebook.